0: You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project, a bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an s Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. s t Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers
2: Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And, well, even though the Super Bowl hasn't taken place yet, Matt, everybody is dropping their mock drafts, and our friend Cynthia Freeland has dropped her analytics-based first mock draft. Uh, on NFL.com. So I thought we'd talk about that here to close out the segment or to close out the show. Um, looks pretty chalky here. I haven't, we're going to be going through this for the first time together on this one. So this yeah, will I be myself. Okay, cool. This will be interesting. She has the Chicago bears taking Jalen Carter, uh, the, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. Then she has the the Houston Texans at two taking Will Anderson, the edge rusher out of Alabama. Okay, um, The quarterback's be- falling in Cynthia's draft.
3: Yeah, I see that. Um, just to tease this, you, myself, and Mike Pursuit are going to have a mock draft come out next week. So I actually did mine. I assume you've done yours already. I have. And I know we don't do that necessarily of who we would take. But if I were one, I would take Carter over Anderson. You and I haven't had that conversation. Do you have a preference if you were the better? I would take.
2: I would take the big body over the edge rusher.
3: Me too. Me too. I, I, I think that's... Um, this is closer to the football, harder to deal with, uh, and not the, even if they have equal grades, I would prefer the bigger guy.
2: Yeah, I think, and, and it's easier to find the edge rushers than it is to find. I agree. Big Day defensive, game changing defensive tackles. I did want to talk. So this is interesting. As she did it this way, she also has Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher uh, out of Texas Tech, going to the Cardinals before a quarterback finally goes at number four. Bryce Young goes to Indianapolis. Where's Kenny Pickett stack up? in this class of quarterbacks.
3: Well, I think there's two versions there. A year ago, Kenny Pickett would probably be third for me. The pickett that I know I would not trade for anyone in this class.
2: That's kind of the way I feel about it too. I think I think he would go second or third in this class as well. And it's going to depend on what you want. Mm-hmm. Like he's better than Will Levis.
3: Right. I think Levis and Richardson would be behind
2: him. I and think he noticeably better for Pickett. I think he might be better than C.J. Stroud as well. You're talking and, about the
3: pit version. The, the, you know, yeah, the and, version. and
2: the reason I say that, again, I, you know, the Ohio State quarterbacks scare me. have struggled. Bryce it's, a, it's, it's a real thing.
3: Oh, uh, this class in general scares me, quarterbacks. I mean, Bryce Young's the best player in the draft. I mean, is he going to hold up for 17 games in playoffs? And that scares me. The Stroud-Ohio State thing, I think, is very real. I mean, neither one of those guys, really, I mean, they always had the best talent on the field, both those dudes. I mean, every game, but maybe one or two all year. I mean, that's that's such an advantage.
2: Really is. Uh, He has Miles, or uh, Cynthia has Miles Murphy going five to the Seahawks. I could see that, too. She has it six, Devin Weatherspoon, uh, the cornerback from Illinois, going to Detroit. We can talk about this
3: more, you know, post Super Bowl. But it looks to me that he's starting to pull away as cornerback one. I think Gonzalez is my. Corner. I
2: like Christian Gonzalez better too. Yeah. Um. But I can see why. Yeah. I can see te- why teams might like Weatherspoon more. Uh. But I just, to me, I think he's a little over aggressive. Gets mm-hmm. a little grabby, but eh, you know, I could, I, but I could see teams falling in love with him. Um, at seven, she has the Raiders taking Pete Skoronsky, the uh, offensive tackle out of Northwestern.
3: yeah, it, there's a couple teams in this neighborhood. I mentioned we did I did my mock, and I ended up having Skoronsky go to the Titans. And I think the Raiders are a good fit too, because the Raiders, Colton Miller aside, really have four spots that Skoronsky could fall into. You know what I mean yeah. it, It's not like we need a left tackle, then I'd be like, eh, I don't know if I want him or not. but if I just need O line help, period. Great, he'd be my first pick.
2: Yeah, uh, at eight, the Falcons take C J. Stroud. That would be interesting. I think Incredible. they uh, honestly, I think they like Desmond Ritter. And the and
3: owner said that this morning. Yeah, Arthur
2: make... Blank said that. Um, do they like him enough to pass on a quarterback? I don't know.
3: Uh, uh, They've done some weird.
2: Here is the thing. The Falcons have done some weird things in the draft. We're not necessarily even in the draft, but we talked about it all throughout the season. So, your last two first round draft picks for the Atlanta Falcons have been pass catchers. Mm-hmm. And then you don't throw them the football.
3: I know. Very bizarre. <laughs> um, I'm sure Cynthia would be the first to even tell you this is an odd mock. You know, there's a lot of edge guys that went super early the chance that Stroud is still sitting there at eight is very slim. Right. But I do think Ritter, assuming one of these guys that doesn't fall in your lap, that's too good to pass up has earned the right to get a shot for next year. And you draft one of those edge guys you know, who aren't on the board now because of the way Cynthia is doing this.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? At nine, she has the Panthers taking Will Levis. I think that's very possible. At 10, she has Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher, out of uh, Iowa going to the Eagles. That's like the fifth edge rusher already. So maybe yeah. he's not
3: the 10th best player, but she's obviously putting a premium on pass rushers. The Eagles put a premium on pass rushers. So by that nature, I think that holds up.
2: Uh, at 11, she has the Titans taking Joey Porter Jr. But, I would be shocked if they don't take an offensive lineman.
3: Yeah. Or maybe the first receiver off the board. I mean, they've drafted a lot of corners lately.
2: Yeah. At 12, she has the Texans taking Jordan Addison, uh, the wide receiver out of USC via Pitt. At 13, she has the Jets taking Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. She then has Brian Branch going to the Patriots at 14, the do-it-all defensive back out of Alabama. Yeah. They, too,
3: list him as a corner. I mean, I'm not sure if he's a safety a corner. I'm not sure it matters,
2: honestly. Yeah, I just think he's – that's why I said defensive back. I just think he's – that's what he is. Uh, At 15, she has the Packers taking Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah.
3: Spoiler, I think I had three tight ends go in the first round. There's a lot of teams that could use them starting about, about this neighborhood. I don't know that it'll come to fruition or who's even going to be the first one off the board, but green Bay certainly
2: could use tight end one, whoever they like best. At 16. She has the commanders taking Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon. Okay.
3: So the Steelers are next.
2: If Gonzalez and this next guy are both
3: on the board for the Steelers, I would have a really
2: tough decision. I'm taking Gonzalez. And I think the Steelers are going to lean that way too. I don't think that the Steelers, And fans may not want to hear this, Mm -hmm. but I don't think that they feel their offensive line is as big as an issue. I think this is a highly defensive draft for them. Okay. I mean,
3: I can understand that. Um, She has them taking Broderick Jones from Georgia. And if that were the pick, I would have no problem with it. I would
2: have, yeah, I wouldn't either. But I think think defense is the way the team is looking. And here's why. Mm -hmm. We continue to talk about how young the offense is. Right. Well, guess what? The defense is, is heading towards the other side of that. Right. Right. Defense is old and expensive. So you need to get some young talent onto that defense to keep, us, you know, keep a strength of strength.
3: Yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. And corners probably as good as spot to the start as any.
2: And it's a great but, corner yeah. draft.
3: I don't think you and I are implying that, though, they bet they don't even draft any offensive linemen like no. My my take on the O-line is the starting five is good. It's improving. They don't have a star, but I want to develop depth at a minimum. I mean, and that doesn't mean – I mean, it could be a first-round pick. I mean, but he, he better be a prototypical left tackle type like Broderick Jones for me to use the 17th pick on him.
2: Here's the thing with the Steelers' offensive line. I, I, I just did a story. Uh, it actually came out today on James Daniels. And I was talking with James Daniels' dad – for the story and we were talking about his his season and he asked me he says hey what did you think of james season i said i thought he played really well um if you look at the stats he didn't give up a single sack this year know mm-hmm. in a one-on-blocking situation i said here's the thing if they go out and run the football next year the way that they ran the football this year yeah james daniel's gonna go to, at least to the pro bowl He'll be the first one recognized, you know, as an above-average starter or for honors like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, because if you're average, if you run the ball for 147 yards per game and that you win the, you know, 10, 11 games that that you know that that schedule sets up to do, uh-huh. yeah, 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 you're going to have some offensive linemen who are all of a sudden, oh, these guys are pretty good.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I that
2: perception's out there right now. Well, the Steelers' offensive line struggles. Well, it didn't struggle in the second half of the season. No,
3: and I thought protection was fine, too.
2: Yeah, you know, so that'll you know, I can't believe Those accolades will come. Yeah, oh, I, I'm with you on that. At 18, the Lions take Nolan Smith, the edge rusher out of Georgia. You mentioned that we just did our mock drafts. He t- To me, he was one of the toughest guys to place. I don't think I ended up having him in the first round. And – this year's
3: really hard for me because most years we've talked about this numerous times. There's fifteen, sixteen, eighteen first round picks. To me, I feel like there's not nearly as many of those that, no matter what, are first round picks. But there's fifty five different players that could end up in the first round.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it. Yeah, once you get past those first twelve then it gets a little more difficult.
3: I left a lot of good players out of the first round. That uh, which
2: bodes player. well for the Steelers picking 32. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at 19, she has the Buccaneers taking Emmanuel Forbes. He's a uh, guy, 14 career interceptions in college. I know. I know. And
3: he has length and I bet he's in the test. Well, he may not be there at 17 when it's all said and done.
2: Yeah. Here's another guy. She had 20. She has the Seahawks taking Brian Breesie. Mm-hmm. If he checks out medically, a, a six foot five, 300 pounder who's athletic is all get go. Right, right, right. Um, those yeah. guys go early, especially in a D
3: tackle draft that's not real top heavy. There's some nice day two guys, but if you have a need
2: like Seattle does, it's kind of him or bust. Yeah, he's a guy that could go eighth. And could get, it could not be? It might not be in the first round. We don't know. Yeah, I, I do think the medicals are looming out there for him. Uh, at twenty-one, she has the Chargers taking Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame.
3: Understandable. Um, tight end's not a real weak spot for them. Everett's fine, but another pass catcher in general sure wouldn't hurt. Yeah, there's been some rumors that they could. I don't think they will cut Keenan Allen for salary cap reasons. Cause he's like an 18 million hit or something like that.
2: Right. Yeah. That would be tough mm-hmm. at 22. She has the Ravens taking Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU.
3: That's where I had him
2: landing as well.
3: Cause I, also I think had him going
2: earlier than that. I Did Six foot four. Wide, I mean, yeah. so when you're looking at wide receivers, you got to look at traits.
3: Yeah. He has the best
2: ones. He has, he, he can't coach that size. Mm-hmm. I had him going, wow. I think to the Texans instead yeah. of, Where she had, uh, you know, she had uh, Addison going. I had Quentin Johnston going. I mean, what what helps a young quarterback out the most? Well, a big big wide receiver doesn't hurt. No doubt. No doubt. And I I don't
3: have a stance on this yet, but he easily could end up being my wide receiver one. Um, Drops are an issue for him, but I don't put as much credence in drops as a lot of analysts do.
2: Uh, 23, she has the Vikings taking Kaylee Ringo, uh, the cornerback out of Georgia. And I think that's. It's almost a slam dunk that the, the Vikings have to take a cornerback. First of all, they just they just hired Brian Flores as they their defensive coordinator. Yep. Secondly, their cornerbacks were awful last year.
3: Yeah, and Patrick Peterson's a free agent. I mean, would they bring him back anyway? He actually was the only one who was decent. So, yeah, I think a corner of 23 is a very
2: likely situation, and there'll be someone there that they like. 24, she has the Jaguars taking Luke Musgrove, the tight end out of Oregon State. Strangely enough, Jacksonville
3: was one of my hardest picks. Like, i not yeah. sure They need exactly, you know, like anything could, wouldn't be a bad idea for them. But I almost gave him Bijan Robinson, but I gave him another edge rusher. Did you? I mean, yeah, Yeah, I mean, I thought about a lineman. Um, I I actually did give him a tight end, but it wasn't Musgrave. I gave him, uh, the big Georgia
2: guy who's a lot different than Ingram, who I think will be back. Uh, 25. She has the Giants taking Zay Flowers. Been a little out of sight,
3: out of mind, and I didn't even watch the East-West Shrine Bowl, but I have seen a lot of reports and listened to podcasts that he just blew everyone's doors away in practice at the at the Shrine game.
2: Well, but he was at the Shrine game. And, and, For people and, that don't know, the, the Senior Bowl is considered the, the better right. all-star game. The Shrine Bowl is the number two in that list. Yeah. Maybe that changes. Oh, that could change. But, Um, so, but what I was thinking though, is, was that's a
3: smart agent trick? Like Zay flowers would have probably been the best receiver at the senior bowl. And there were some good ones, but I think he'd been better than all those guys. But if I put him at the
2: shrine bowl, he looks even better. Right. Right. He's going against weaker cornerbacks. Uh, Right. right. You know, Uh, is that a good, I don't know your guy, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a question. And I, and I do think that, uh, you know, now that the, you know, the shrine bowl, Gets played in the Raiders Stadium. Um, it's easier to get to Vegas. Does the Shrine Bowl start to ah. push past the Senior Bowl a little bit? It's, it's a pain in the butt getting to Mobile, Alabama. Let it me just really say is. that now. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> and then even harder is getting out of Mobile,
3: Alabama. <laughs> at the same time, too. No, you're 100% right.
2: No. I love mobile and it's, it's a great, it's a great format. And they moved it, you know, they moved it out to the, to the South Alabama stadium instead of the old stadium they used to play the game at. Um, but you know, Vegas is Vegas.
3: Vegas is Vegas. Right. <laughs> there's a lot to do. And right, right, right. No, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. I just assumed my whole lifetime senior bowl has been number one and it hasn't even been close, but uh, yeah. What if they hired somebody like a Jim Nagy who, or even a bigger name guy, and say, "Hey, try to take us to number one." It wouldn't be that hard.
2: Probably wouldn't. No.
3: Twenty six.
2: Twenty six. The Cowboys take Bijan Robinson, the running back out of Texas. I have him going much earlier than this, Matt.
3: Do you? I have him going to the next pick, but I wanted. I thought about it five times before this, you know, and just didn't pull the trigger. I don't like the Dallas fit though, because I really think Tony Pollard is going to get franchised and. You're not going to have both.
2: They're not going to cut Zeke. No, no. I think he has a. I think Zeke has a room at Jerry Jones' house.
3: Yeah, Um, (laughs) I know they may restructure his contract or you know give him a pay cut or some sort. But I bet those two are back.
2: Yeah. Um. I have just a pull back curtain. I am going to the Eagles at ten.
3: It's a very un-Eagles-like thing to do, but imagine defending that team with him. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've i thought about that fit a, a lot
2: uh, at 27. He has the bills taking Osiris Torrance, the offensive guard out of Florida.
3: Yeah. And that's where I had Robinson go. Um, but this would kind of do the same thing of let's maul some people late in games and take some heat off of the, the passing game. Remember we play in Buffalo, you know, like you can't just yeah.
2: throw all year round, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, at 28, she has the Bengals taking Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle, out of Oklahoma. I thought the Bengals were a tough spot, too.
3: Me, too. I, I had a tight end land there because I didn't love the tackles. I'm a little jealous of this, though, because I did not have Harrison going in the first round. This might help them more than the tight end would, you know, because I don't know Jonah Williams is even on a left tackle. I mean, even coming out of Bama, some people thought he was a guard.
2: Yeah. 29, she has the Saints taking Anthony Richardson.
3: They were another tough team for me, but I, I, don't, Richardson.
2: I, I think Richardson
3: goes before this. Yeah, I had him long gone, like 15 picks earlier. I had them taking like a big DN Cam Jordan replacement type.
2: Yeah. At 30, she has the Chiefs taking Derek Hall, the uh, edge rusher out of Auburn. I had him picking up in the teens. I think he's going to sure. test. I think he's going to test phenomenally. And I, I think he's going to be long gone. Okay. It's
3: funny because I. Had him penciled in at thirty, and then I moved him to thirty-one. That went a different direction for the Chiefs.
2: I think we, he's going to go to the combine and run a, in the four fives.
3: Yeah, I've heard that as well.
2: And when that happens, he's going to—I mean, the, the productivity is there, uh, the, the traits are there. Those guys get those guys go earlier than this.
3: No, no, I mean, there's a strong case for that. The only thing holding him back is there's just a lot of edge, a lot of guys at his position.
2: Yeah. 31, she has the Eagles taking Keon White, the edge rusher out of Georgia Tech.
3: Okay. Um, I had him going about 10 picks earlier, give or take, too. I mean, he's also going to test off the charts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, that, that's Cynthia's draft. So, if, you, if, you're, if that's the way things go here, and the Steelers get Broderick Jones at 17, that's what mm-hmm. that's their pick. We didn't make that pick. That's Cynthia's pick. All right. And we just went through the, the entire first round there who are you leaning towards for the Steelers at 32?
3: You, you stole my thunder because somebody on Twitter you know, sent us a note saying, yes. Hey, I love you guys do this mock draft, but how about an idea?
2: <laughs> we, we listen to it. Is. We listen to the readers or listeners. Yeah.
3: And I'm like, that's so smart. I don't know if I even wrote the person back. I should have, I could have just made the idea our own, you know, and not, and not <laughs> no
2: he I knows guess, who I'm he cool. is.
3: Right, 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 right. He's listening. So I think that's a great idea. Um, we just talked about how you don't need O line, but John Michael would be very attractive and worth the thirty second pick to me. Yeah, I um, hear you. off the top of my head, who's the best corner available? I think would have to be considered, and might even be leader in the clubhouse. How about Jalen Hyatt? Any interest there?
2: Probably not another offensive player. If I'm going, if yeah. they take offense with that first pick, they're certainly not taking another offensive player. I just don't see it.
3: Okay. Yeah. I mean, going to linemen would be tough, but if you told me right now is Michael Schmitz, you know, John Michael Schmitz were 32. I think the answer
2: is yes. I I mean, uh, is it too early for a guy like Eli Ricks? Is it, uh, um, I'm just Probably. thinking, thinking here, of, uh, you know, Deontay banks is there.
3: Uh, I would take banks ahead of Ricks.
2: Forbes is gone. I Ringo's don't has gone.
3: Worth talking about.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the tough thing. If you don't take one, Cam Smith went right. She had Cam Smith gone. No, she didn't have Cam Smith gone.
3: Oh, Smith is still out there.
2: Yeah, that's so take, Cam Smith would be the guy.
3: Yeah, yeah, we agree on that. Okay. Totally hypothetical. Let's say they took Cam Smith at seventeen, and all these thirty-one are gone. Would you then take?
2: Then I'm taking. Then I'll take the center. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'm in agreement there. Going O line, O lines a little rough.
2: And yeah, I mean, again, I don't believe that they feel it's the issue that that, that some others feel. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty happy with what they have on their offensive line. Could they? Yeah. Could it get better? Sure. Right, right, right. But you at the at the good. expense of not taking a stud defensive player, uh, I don't know about that.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. That adds up.
2: Cool. So. That was Cynthia Freeland's uh, first mock draft, and Cynthia will put out some more. And she does more of an analytics based thing. She so she's looking at. it. I think it's the cl- the closer you get to the draft, when she has all the the stats and everything, or all the the off, you know, the testing and stuff of that nature of that's the players, more, yeah. then she'll build her draft based on who helps that team win more games mm-hmm. next year, and that's nope. kind of how she does that.
3: And also free agencies that, you know, we don't know. That. Well, yeah, you have
2: that as well, which helps. Sure. But uh, that was Cynthia Freeland's cool. mock draft on NFL.com. We always enjoy Cynthia's input. Um, she does a really good job on uh, NFL.com. Did you miss any of our show today? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts, shows such as The Drive, In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, The Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, the Steelers Standard with Tom and Jacob, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we hope everybody enjoys the Super Bowl this weekend. Um, that'll kick off the off season for us. So Monday, we're going to have an, a jam-packed show. We'll start uh, really digging into uh, the off season. We'll at, at that point, Matt, we're about a month out from free agency.
3: I know. I say combines right around the corner. Free agency's <laughs> right around the corner. I'm
2: starting to already think about combine stuff. Like it's we're two weeks away from that basically.
3: <laughs> I know it's awesome. I'm psyched about that one. Yeah, and
2: then life gets really interesting. But uh, for my partner, <laughs> Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition. Nation Radio
0: you've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project a bigger brighter kitchen a fabulous new fence the possibility of a pool there's so much you would do if only you could the good news? With an ST Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble